Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Highly Inspired. I'm Ella. I'm Jordan. And I'm actually coming to you. This is our second podcast we've done abroad, and I'm coming to you all the way from London. And um, this week, we're going to be talking about a Chapman student that was detained, and Jordan was actually in the classroom as all this was going down, and I was pretty much getting live updates from her via text. Um, yeah, so we this happened very recently. This was an event that unfolded um, about last week, midweek. I think it was a, just a Tuesday morning, typical Tuesday morning. And it has gone from just being a little thing that happened in class to global news, um, countrywide news. And Ella, even being abroad, has just been able to be informed of everything uh, it all over social media um i have it's been so crazy to know that i was even firsthand um involved with involved in it and and witnessed the entire thing probably (laughs) better than anybody so um we really wanted to bring this up because at least people who are listening that go to chapman everyone knows about this and i think that a lot of people don't know a lot of the small details and I think that a few things that I've seen on social media and postings and whatever there's been some information that's been skewed so I think that um, we are here to dissect it and we just want to talk about it because it brings up a lot of um, issues and maybe a little bit of political controversy but um, I think that the whole thing is just so interesting and I've never seen anything like it before so (laughs) yeah no it's definitely was very crazy like hearing the story directly from Jordan and then I was in the airport going to Amsterdam and I was with my friend and she's she goes to school in New Jersey and then my other friend who goes to school in Boston they both brought it up to me and they were like Ella like I know you go to Chapman have you seen that these news articles about this whole like Chapman detained like uh situation I was like yeah my roommate was literally in the room so I think it's crazy like how many people not just in the Chapman community, but also outside of it have an opinion on it. And yeah. I think my cousin, your story my cousin is... sent me um, a link on Facebook, like what the heck is this? And then I had to try to explain it and it's really hard to explain. It's a very complicated, complex story. Um, but should I just kind of start with my yeah, account yeah, of just it? Go, yeah, let's hear, let's hear it directly from the source. What happened? Okay, so Chapman um, starts a little bit later than a lot of colleges in terms of the semesters. And last week was our first week of school. So um, this event happened on a Tuesday morning, which means that this exact class that I was in was the first of that class. And so who would have thought a Tuesday morning, like, what the heck, who would who would be out of line? Everyone's in in school mode. Everyone's excited to be back and saying hi to each other and all of that stuff. So um, I actually got to class early for once, which was really surprising because normally I kind of just roll into class on time and and, um, sit down and get ready and prepped or whatever. How early did you get there? I got there about 15 minutes early and it was because I came from another class. So I had already had. Would you say a lot of the students that were in the classroom like they came early as well probably because yes, it was yes, the first day of, of school so you're kind of like trying to find a seat and you don't yeah, want to be late you want to make sure you want to make sure you want to yeah all of that stuff yeah because so, I think that's um, important to like establish you know mm-hmm. um yeah um Anyways, but basically I, I I get in and I'm early I'd say probably three-fourths of the students were there around the same time I was um but the second I walked in this particular student who the story is revolving around um, was in the room before me. So he was sitting down. This was a guy who was a senior. Um, I don't want to give like super physical details, but he was actually sitting directly behind me in the classroom. And so (laughs) pretty much within a minute or two of me sitting down, Um, the room is like fully silent because I feel like in general on on the first day of school, no one really like talks that much before class starts because like you don't really know everyone in that class and no one's really like super thrilled to be there. So Mm -hmm. it was, it was really silent. This was a very average size class, not that many kids, but, um, this 
guy behind me was kind of like mumbling and and saying really weird things under his breath. And I didn't really think a ton of it at first, but it kind of just started escalating like as the minutes kept going by. And it got to the point where he wasn't just like speaking to himself or ranting. It got to the point where he was like actively trying to antagonize the other students like across the room or next to him or whoever he was looking at. And he was just saying the weirdest stuff. Um, For example, he was looking across the room at this one guy who he didn't even know. And he was going, what's up guy? What's up guy? Like trying to like get him to be annoyed. And I don't even know why. And then he was looking at this other guy right next to him. And he was like, what's your problem, dude? Like, why are you looking at me? Like, blah, blah, blah. And so I start turning around and I'm like, who is this? Like, what are you talking about? And just his like um, vibe was he was giving off very like aggressive um, kind of uh, bullyish vibe, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So I'm listening, but I'm obviously not getting involved. I think that a lot of kids were in my position where we could sense that like something was off but we didn't know like what it was really so it keeps it keeps escalating and basically it started to get to a point where he was saying really foul sentences and this is where um the another guy who was sitting directly behind me started taking video and so these particular videos were um the ones that got went viral later on so he kind of first called out someone by saying hey you guy you guy and was kind of specific towards a person and then it became yeah. more like generalized well, crazy comments or nothing what? sparked it and and what i've seen in a lot of social media posts and and these articles is people are wondering like if something sparked it nothing sparked it this kid was what sparked it he was the one trying to antagonize everybody he was the one who was out of line trying to get under everyone's skin we were all just minding our own business, not doing anything wrong, sitting, waiting for class. So, yeah, he was saying, like, kind of just trying to um, stir the pot type of stuff. And then it mm-hmm. got escalated as, like, a few minutes went on. Okay. And then once it got esc- – what kind of caused someone – like, from the videos, it sounded like people first reacted by kind of nervously giggling and kind of being like, oh, stop it, like – like, well, yeah, a few, dude, of, the guys, cool. a few then, of the guys that he was fucking with, or sorry to cuss, but a few of the guys were um, looking at him going, what's your problem, dude? Like, what's what's up? What's wrong? Like, they were asking questions like that. They weren't trying to say they they didn't say anything foul back to him. They were honestly just like, what's your problem? Yeah. And then and then he kind of just continued on. And then it got to a point where he was saying, um, I don't I don't know, Ella, can I say? The words or no? He no, was saying yeah, just say, just say he was like saying very homophobic comments and very yeah. He was saying comments. the f word and he was saying the n word and just very derogatory words that you you know as a normal person would never speak you know say especially yeah. and those um, videos are surfacing the internet. So if you are really curious about finding exactly what those senses are, they are in the video. Yeah, and in a way, I'm glad that that kid behind me took those videos, but. I'm also kind of has I I thought that Chapman was going to end up getting upset about that. I thought that I I don't know what the protocol is um, for like videoing someone when they're when they're acting that way, but I, I feel like this might not have blown up as much as it has if those videos didn't exist. Yeah, I think that in that situation, it kind of goes back to like how everyone was reacting differently. You know, like maybe you know, you needed that evidence to kind of like clarify the situation. Um, Cause it, it was, was very, evidence for sure. It was evidence. Like was... what if that kid had tried to go back and say like, Oh, the whole class was enti- enticing me. You know, Jordan craft was in my face, like <laughs> in trying to punch me or so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like no, people, we don't sense. know what people are capable of. I think, the rule is that you have a right to record people. I feel mm-hmm. like that's the protocol, right? I mean, remember we did that project for graphic design where we had to go and like record people. I think yeah, that, that was odd. yeah. It, it definitely sheds light onto really foggy and vague um, scenarios such as this, yeah. though, because it this was something that 
had many stages to it and such an escalation that it's interesting to see even in the videos you can see the escalation from so he so where just left off was he was saying these really vulgar statements and then I don't remember what exact sentence triggered the other guys in our class but there was one comment that basically made like two or three guys stand up and be like dude like I think you need to go and then Mm -hmm. once they said that he obviously started pushing back even more and he started saying these really weird comments about how he's worth 50 million dollars like he could he made this comment he goes I'm worth 50 million dollars I could bury you I could bury you? Bury you. And then he what said, that like, to, like, bury you in the cash? Bury you with suing Bury you? you in career? I don't even know. I'm not sure. He was really weird. That's such a weird statement. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's, like, the one comment that's, like, made everyone just get so mad. Like, that is so... I'm sorry, but that's disgusting. That is Wait, absolutely so that disgusting. was kind of the comment that really pushed people over the edge, finally, because it just applied to everyone. Well, obviously, the vulgar, the vulgar comments and the and the racist homophobic stuff is horrible but i think that yeah as a as a generalization that one comment everyone just cringes over that's just disgusting <laughs> well it's fun it's like you aren't even worth 50 million dollars maybe your parents are yeah you're, you're a 21 year old kid in college yeah. you are not worth 50 million dollars well i yeah i guess my yeah I've, i someone i did some research into like this kid's background and i mean he definitely is from a very wealthy family like he went to a private school that's like one of the most expensive in the country and from a very wealthy town and whatnot so i don't doubt that his parents have money but it's just kind of a weird flex especially when it's it's not your money you know um, it must be rooted in some sort of insecurity because normally people that are not insecure would not ever resort to saying something like that even in a tense situation but yeah so he said that and then um basically there was this one kid sitting right next to the door and it got to a point where he was trying to get physical with him or like poke him or something okay and so he stood up turns around and goes do not touch me don't touch me don't touch me kept repeating it so that he knew that that was not okay to do yeah and then it kind of got a lot more physical with um a couple more guys and then they basically pushed him out of the classroom outside of the classroom did they they physically push him out of the classroom or did they kind of just kind of step towards him to 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 kind of it was a combination of the two it was it was they were pushing him they were pressuring him but it wasn't like they were dragging him outside of the room or anything like that yeah and then at what point did he grab the backpack and start stomping on the laptop or whatever well when they pushed him out of the room um the kid first off goes wait give me my backpack i need my backpack and so another kid that was behind grabbed just a random backpack and it wasn't actually his and so when he gave it to him the kid goes this isn't my backpack and then he chucks it against the wall flings it so hard makes the loudest noise and then (laughs) there was a laptop in there and it was another (laughs) kid in my class's laptop which I saw I saw it and it was completely broken and dented so it was a broken laptop that kid messed it up and but, that's what um, he eventually got arrested for was the destruction of property, right? That it was, was destruction of charge. property. It was um, assault because it got to a point where let me let me just so so many details. I'm so sorry. Um, so out in the hallway, which is where another uh, video is filming, like we have, I think that I think that the the one that's gone more viral is the. Um, his language and the, in the vulgarity. But I think that the other video of him out in the hallway yelling and stuff like that, that's just as equally bad because he's still repeating those vulgar comments. And he's also chucking his shoes everywhere. (laughs) He took his shoes off and was trying to throw them at the, at the boys trying to get him out. Oh my gosh. That's awful. And so he gets his backpack back. He's stomping out of the, of the building without his shoes on. And in the video, it looks like he's walking out on his own, but the video stops. And it, and what people don't know is that he basically came back into the classroom and started more 
ruckus really after that yeah and so that's my just so people know my professor was not in the classroom at this time he did not witness any of this he mm-hmm. was not early to the class at all he got there right after all of this happened like right on so the dot of was he time. late or was he later did he get there at the right time he got there at the right time he and and people are saying like where's oh. the professor that's his fault he was on time. So it was this just that you guys, before. and this is all happening because it's the first day of school, people, like what we had just said before. Okay. So yeah. just so we clarify, because that was, there's like a whole kind of list of things that people were upset about. And that was one of the facts that I kind of noticed that seemed incorrect. So that's kind of, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So he did not see any of that. Um, the kid comes back in. And it got a lot more physical with the guys. And he was saying, like, he was saying something about how, um, I'm sorry, it, there are so many things. Uh, he was chucking granola bars at the front of the room, like some granola bars that were, like, in his um, backpack front pocket. And he's, like, holding his shoes. He looked like such a mess. And then it got a lot more physical with the guys that had taken him outside. They were like, we actually need to get him out of the building. So then yeah. they basically all like manhandle him out of the room because he was refusing to get out of the classroom. And so a few of the guys ran straight to public safety to um, get wow. some officers so this, to come this over. This wasn't even shown at all in the video. I'm just, I'm I know. This, this is what I'm saying. Time. Yeah. So a few ran and went straight to PSAFE, got some officers to meet up at, at, at the outside of the part of the building. And then a couple other guys were like actually physically holding him so that he wouldn't get away. It was never yeah. seen anything wow. like that in my whole life. And so then so really they, these guys put their lives on the line to detain him. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that kid, I mean, who knows? Of- this kid could have had a freaking weapon in his, in his backpack. No, who I knows? mean, that's, I mean, Honestly, like, from my perspective, I mean, this is the first time I'm kind of hearing, I kind of heard the um, part leading up to the arrest, and I never heard this kind of middle section. Yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing it. And it's crazy, because in all the articles I read, none of this got recognized, like, no one kind of recognized these boys as almost like a, a hero Kind of. I mean, what like what if this kid no, got they, away? They one hundred percent were. They handled it so well. Cause what are the girls in my class gonna try to manhandle this crazy guy? Like, no, no they the, can't. It was the it was the boys' job, and I'm so glad that they were so eager to. They really handled it so well. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> yeah, and it That's was and it was so effortless. Oh like a few of them, like they kind of like combined as a group and they kind of just agreed okay you go to peace safe uh we'll take this guy outside and so they split up they get peace safe to come to the outside part of the building and then basically for the next 45 minutes all of those boys that left were outside dealing with this whole situation and missed class and so when wow. our professor finally comes in the room um we're Did you trying, have class like it was normal to, well we're trying to like <laughs> explain it to the professor but i'm not trying to like I don't know, give negative light to our professor. But when we explained this whole scenario to him, I don't think that he understood the magnitude because he didn't see it. And so a few, a few kids um, tried to explain in a little bit of detail what happened, but our professor just kind of went ahead and went along with class and we started doing syllabus stuff and that was it. Yeah. I'm not kidding. So class wasn't canceled. No, class was not canceled. And but oh this, the gosh. thing was, is when this all happened, like it was obviously an event, but we had no idea how much bigger it was about to become. Yeah. And so I don't think our professor had any idea either. If he had, he would have 100 percent responded yes. accordingly. Yes, I totally agree with that. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. And so I they think- come back in really late. And sit down and then I kind of I talked to the boy we were all talking about it after class and actually I mean I'm not trying to like brag here but I was the first person that I got that got the videos from the guy who took the videos oh really yeah because I he was sitting right behind me and directly after class I was like hey I I, I know you just took some videos so I was you're kind of I responsible them. to so them I, getting spread I'm responsible for the, them going viral uh, I don't know <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you're so right though. Like when the videos get filmed, 
things on social media explode 10 times faster. Like right now we are such visual consumers that like it's, you know, that story could have been reported in an article and no one could have heard about it, even at Chapman. But you have a video and that's so powerful. And like hearing the kid's words, seeing his expressions, like seeing exactly how it went down, um, I think was very like critical. And I think it's interesting because I thought the videos would clarify the situation for people so that things wouldn't get misinterpreted. But then next thing I know... I thought all of us were on the same page. I was like, okay, this kid obviously either is intoxicated or mentally unstable or um, just acting inappropriately, like whatever. I thought we were all on the same page that what this kid did was wrong. He should be expelled or have some sort of punishment and that the class like overall handled it very well considering the circumstances. And then I checked social media like an hour later after this happened. And it went haywire. It, it went haywire. It was like some people thought that, but then there was half the school or at least a portion of the school that thought the exact opposite. And I was like, well, I thought the video clarified all the facts, but clearly even with a no. video on no, this social is what, media, this people is why, still misinterpret it. This yeah. is why I wanted to do this. And I wanted to at least, because I mean, my closest friends that I've obviously talked about this with here at school, they know all these details because I've gone over the story, but it's a long story. And yeah, the stuff, at least the stuff after the video ended, all of that stuff of the boys coming together and getting him out, out of the, of the building and calling P safe and making all of the right decisions. Like those are the facts that I think are really critical to this entire story that people don't know. And I think that yeah. people should know because it changes your entire outlook on all of the parties. Like there's a lot of parties going on here. There's the, the kid himself, there's the professor and him not being there. There are um, the boys who were in the video trying to get him out. There's the police. There's the Chapman administration. There's the, the bystanders. Like, there's, like there you. are so many yeah. factors. And I think that like we need to all just kind of be in agreement that that how we handled it, at least um, the kids in my class, was good and probably as good as it was going to get when you take into consideration like the human factor and who would have ever thought in in any Tuesday first week of school that that was going to happen like that was the yeah. most random thing of all time I remember and in my like group chats or whatever I was texting my friends going guys there's a fight happening in my class because I didn't even know what was going on like I I, I thought it was a joke I thought you were exaggerating like yeah kind of. like I thought it was like two frat boys just being like jerks to each other and I think that people especially if you don't go to Chapman like this is not a huge public university this is a private school um, on a very safe campus with like five or six thousand students these classrooms have 20 kids in them like none of us most a lot of people prior to coming to the school went to private high schools a lot of us just had no exposure to any sort of I think violent situation I think it's safe to say and no one trains you like you said to be in this situation and I just was so offended with how harshly other students or other people in the media were reacting to the students in the classroom saying that either the students didn't do enough or they were too aggressive or they didn't respond fast enough. And then on top of it, you had Stroop. I think you told me this, but president came to the classroom and said that you guys handled it exactly how you should have without any training. Well, okay. So this whole, how people have reacted to this honestly reminds me a lot. Have you ever seen Sully that movie? Um, I haven't, no. Okay, so basically... But I know was, the concept of it. And he landed on the Hudson. controversial thing, yeah. Well, he got so much backlash because he did something wrong when in reality he actually saved so many lives. And it was because when you factor in, like, the human element to a situation like this, like, I'm sorry, nothing is ever enough for people. And that's what frustrates me. Like, why can't you just see the light in the situation for what it is and understand that we did our best as opposed to criticizing like, oh, he shouldn't have said this. He shouldn't have said that. Like, that's messed up. I just, I don't know. That has really frustrated me about seeing like everyone's reactions to it. Well, and honestly, like 
if I was in that situation, especially, I think it was interesting that I saw mainly um, females reacting negatively about how the guys handle it. And, like, personally, as a female, like, we were saying, I'm not strong enough to, like, tackle this boy. Like, no, he like, was I didn't think that for so aggressive and angry. And, like, if I was in the classroom, I would have hid in the bathroom. Like, that's, like, just seeing the videos and seeing the stories, like, the fact that people even felt, like, strong enough to remain in the classroom. And even girls were, like, at first, like, I mean, they were kind of giggling to themselves and saying, like, yo, stop. But that, that's what people do when they're nervous. Like, when I'm nervous, I'm, like, before I get fully angry at someone, I'm, like, oh, my gosh, haha. Like, well, that's, can you please yeah, stop? Exactly. Like, it's, like, a very, like, safe way to go about trying to, like, de-escalate, you know, is kind of soften up with humor or whatever. And the fact that people were, like, saying that people were purposely laughing along with these comments, like, I think any rational no, people, person, people weren't you laughing. Know, people weren't laughing, but we were definitely giving – him and I, and we were turning around going, what the heck? Um, yeah, the girls, because that's but the what girls, you do. Girls in general, I, I don't think we have the the composition in our bodies to want to kind of jump towards like an aggressive situation yeah. that's going down, which is why I have so much respect for those guys that like actually took charge and were like, this isn't okay. And then they yeah. acted on it. Like, I think that I mean, if maybe if I were a guy, I would have done the same thing. But I unfortunately was not one of the people that really tried to help get rid of the situation. I didn't really even know what to do. But yeah. I just remember when he was when he was starting off, um, like mumbling and stuff. He was saying like, "I've been drinking Bacardi all day. Like I'm so hammered right now. Like I got Bacardi in my sippy cup." And he has like this little. Um, lime. He had Sorry. this like lime green water bottle sitting what? in front of him. Did not have his phone on the desk. Did not have his laptop open. Just he had his backpack and this, and this solid sippy cup thing in front of him. And he was just. I think. I think that he was drunk. And I remember talking to the kid who filmed after class. And he and he goes, "Yeah, that kid like reeked of alcohol." Um, mm. So he probably was intoxicated. But yeah, from what I initially thought, I I. I came to the conclusion that he had to have been on some sort of drug. Like that was just too out yeah. of line of behavior. It made no sense. Nothing was adding up. I'm sorry, but what drunk person in their right mind would ever act that way? Well, and the scary thing is that like drunk words are sober thoughts. And most people when they're drunk, you know, they do the cat, the similar, like professing their love for someone or, um, you know, you know, saying, having an argument with a friend that they've been meaning to have or they cry and this kid like his deep-rooted thoughts were these awful slurs and violent uh commentary and if, if that's your if that's your default thoughts that are coming out with the help of alcohol that is I think what's the most concerning about all yeah, of this yeah I completely um, agree and I think also like something that was like an interesting question that I think we wanted to talk about was like does posting all of this kind of make the problem worse and make this kid potentially re- like be more um, engaged in these dark thoughts, you know, like as it explodes well, on the internet, so does that I, force him to like kind of recognize like, Oh, I did something wrong. I should change my behavior. Or is it kind of like, Oh gosh, this kid could come back with some sort of weapon or wanting to retaliate or I don't know. Well, ever you know? since I've been at Chapman and Ella, I know that we've talked about this before too. I feel like Chapman has always provided such a safe place. And I've said this a million yeah. times that I honestly feel like Chapman has found some of the best and brightest kids in this country. And yeah. I in never in a million years would I have ever thought that someone would say these things at the school or act this way. So either, this, so either this person, yeah. either this person was truly just having some sort of psychotic breakdown or he's been masking all of this stuff the last couple of years because I don't know. There's no way that Chapman would have let a person like this into the school if they would have thought remotely that something like this would happen or that th- that mm-hmm. was their underlying thoughts um but yeah Yeah. it's obviously it's indisputable that those things that he said and how he acted was just completely unacceptable and I think that kind of merges into another point that I wanted to bring up but everyone was 
this painted Chapman in such a bad light. And I was so embarrassed that students and alumni were calling out Chapman as the cause of this. And like you just said, Chapman, I mean, we go to the school, the students there are some of the most well-rounded, nicest kids on campus, so friendly, so kind, and everyone has this almost entrepreneurial spirit. We're all very, have a healthy competition of wanting to make each other better. Every, like I have friends that have internships and taking a full load of class and have their own business on the side. It is very productive, positive environment. And the fact that obviously this was a kid that was an extreme outlier and then all these other students and alumni are trying to now say that this kid is the cover photo, like cover student of Chapman. And he represents the whole culture of Chapman and the, the vibe of it and the presence of white supremacy on campus. And I was just absolutely appalled because this is a very I'm appalled. I'm appalled because you know? normally normally situations like this make communities come together. But no, people trying to act like too cool for school and and be like Chapman's Chapman's horrible now and alumni posting things like what has Chapman become like, I'm sorry, but you are so beyond in the wrong. You were not here. You don't know anything about the situation. You're just reading these articles and hearing these reading these social media posts and you don't know anything from the inside. And so what I really, I guess what my hope is for me trying to like shed some light onto this is that this is not Chapman's image, not even close. It should not be any university's image. And I don't think that it is. They are making it be like that. Them posting stuff. They're the cause of it. They're like, they're the hypocrites in this scenario. And it's just interesting to me. It's like, you're the one who, we live in a very free country. You're able to choose your education. If you got into Chapman, that means you probably got into a lot of good universities, most likely. And it's like, no one forced you with a gun to come to this campus. And it's a very expensive school. And you should feel very lucky to be able to afford it or go there or if you get financial aid. I don't know, you should be grateful to be attending university. And the fact that people are like by saying negative things about your school when it isn't true, you're devaluating your own degree. You yeah, know, like they're, we just they're went through the their, whole. Yeah, like they're, they're hurting the their USC own reputation. Stuff. Exactly, and you're bringing down the representation of the school where you want your school to have a great reputation. So when you're getting a job, but it's like, you... oh wow, you graduated from Chapman. Like that's like I heard that's an awesome school. But now when you apply for jobs, be like, oh, I read ten articles about how Chapman has a racist culture, and it's like, well, that was. That was one kid, and actually, ten boys stood up and called him out and handled the situation properly. And no one's talking about that side of it, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And and especially like when put in in posting on social media, some of these posts, I people have thousands and thousands of followers on Instagram, so there are yeah. many, many people seeing it. And this spread so like, fast. I'm, yeah, that that makes no sense. You are devaluing your own degree of the school that you graduated from in posting something about something that you are in no relation to. Exactly. And and, and you're I mean, not even trying to I saw what is like what was their well, goal? It wasn't of from people that? I don't know. I think it's the virtual signaling and the cancel culture and all of that. Like I think it's people like it's like they don't want to clean up their own room before they would rather solve the problems of the world before like cleaning up their own room and fixing their own problems. And I think that's a very common thing. Like I'm very, I'm guilty of that time to time as well, but like, it's so important to really like reflect on your own stuff and focus on being the best person you can be before saying that you're an expert in how the world should be run. None of us are experts. None of us can predict the future. None of us have a hundred percent, the right clear view on society like we all have our own biases and I just thought that some of the things people were saying were just completely uncalled for and it made absolutely no sense whatsoever well it's just people were trying to act like they knew and they wanted the attention and they wanted the they wanted like the acceptance of oh like you know the information but 
in reality, they're hurting themselves. They're hurting the school that they go to and they're ruining the Chapman's reputation for the future for other people that would probably want to come here. And the fact that it really has gone um, viral on the news and there's all these articles about it, like it's because of us. It's literally because of us. It's our own doing. Yeah. And I hope we have the power to control the narrative. Yeah. I mean, the videos, that was probably inevitable some, that someone was going to video that. But the posting on social media and the and the and um, all of the stuff that went on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that, that's what made the news. And so I, I just want people to know that the news just didn't get the news because they're the news. The news get, gets the news because we gave them the news about it. Yeah. And the news is looking for these types of stories, too. Like any news channel has its own narrative and its own uh opinions that they're trying to affirm so if they hear like oh here's a campus with a a racist culture of all the students like that's a great story for them to run with they're not going to run with a story that's like um heroic classroom acts properly and um takes care of the situation of a crazy kid you know like we're the ones who made the narrative completely false and off the rails and I think it's really interesting because at the same time this was going on at ASU there was a kid who was threatening I think to like bomb like Republicans or something I don't know something like very kind of similar to this situation where it was like inappropriate comments and violence and that didn't get covered at all because it was kind of the opposite side of the spectrum and no one really um, reported that on social media. And so there was like maybe one article about it that I found on. A yeah, very well, it's unfortunate that we live so- in a society where 80 percent of the most viral news stories and articles are revolving around something negative as opposed to something positive. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that this one like. I don't know. I just think that the the news company was are always looking for some, you know, a student to be fit this the, some sort of culture at a university to be racist or homophobic or whatever. And so they were. Yeah, because no, because then with this, when you know? they can have confirmation, when they can have conf- confirmation of a story like this, especially when the videos like you can literally see it in the videos, then they just want to attack it and attack it. But no it's just it's very twisted and I, I i just want the people to know that if you did post something about this story or whatever like you probably are are to blame for this going as viral as it has because we could have kept this between us this could have been kept like as a chapman thing but no it's it's become so much more than that and now it's so many other arguments are being brought up from it too but racism homophobia um, white supremacy at Chapman, um, like violence, like there's so many little innuendos that are within this yeah. whole thing. Another thing that I forgot to mention in our in my somewhat mediocre ex- explanation of the story, um, when he was getting manhandled out of the room, you could like hear him yelling at these girls that were coming out of the back out of the bathroom oh gosh I, so I will quote this this is another thing people don't even understand that like a women's disrespect was involved too people are so attached to the homophobic stuff and the racism stuff that they completely they didn't even know that this was involved but he basically yells and i'm gonna cuss just forewarning whoever uh this he, is a direct quote yeah this is a direct quote he goes oh my god you're so hot i want to fuck you so bad and he's screaming that at these girls He's wow, screaming almost, it at them. That's that's ter- that's almost not worse, but like at least the other comments. I don't think. I mean, from my knowledge, there wasn't a. Um, there wasn't okay, a personal. Like, there wasn't a personal attack. There was a personal. That was it a was personal like, attack. Yeah, that was a personal attack. And wow. that is verbal assault. I'm sorry, but like that's complete sexual verbal assault. Yes, I totally agree. I know. I wish um, that I, I wish that that was on video because I feel like that would have just been insane. Yeah, that's crazy that no one's even talking about. I think that's probably. I mean, that's really insane that he said that as well. So he made he made sexist and almost 
um, intention of kind of sexual assault. No, it is. It's sexual assault. It's 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 verbal assault. It's sexism. Racism and homophobia all in one kind of package, which is crazy. (laughs) He was just going on a rampage. And this is the weirdest thing is we – so Chapman is – a school that's located in Southern California, which is a very, obviously everyone knows California is a very Democrat state. I would say like most of the students we go to school with are on the liberal side of things. So this is like a very rare occurrence for someone to have even these like thoughts and opinions. And so that's why it was even more frustrating that um, the school was like being represented like by his example because you know we're a school in california like that's really not the average student's mindset whatsoever no and Um, there's a lot of i mean (laughs) we unfortunately live in a time where we do not have um a perfectly diverse set of colleges across the entire country no school is perfectly equal in terms yeah. of in terms of each demographic but i feel like chapman has done a great job of of being inclusive and having diverse demographic and so i think that it's really annoying that people have gone on social media and they're saying that chapman doesn't because that is false granted it's not perfect i don't think that there is anything that can be perfect at least not right now but um it is diverse like it, oh my gosh it just like what <laughs> yeah yeah, I think um, this might be a good little break to have a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Um, and we'll be back in 30 kind of go over. So, yeah, we, we pulled some questions for you guys that uh, kind of, I guess, dive into this a little bit deeper. Um, but we've, I mean, we've talked about so much. There's there's a lot to uncover with this whole thing. Yeah. And it is obviously controversial. It's very political. Um, but what I wanted to kind of shed light on right now is how Chapman has um, gone about it. And for me, firsthand experiencing how they handled my class and um, basically throughout this entire um, situation of events, they were so good about updating everybody and sending out emails and they were notifying us of pretty much every big decision that was made along the way. And even like there's there's this Instagram account called Chapman News or Panther News or whatever, where they were actually giving everybody the play by play the entire day, posting images of him getting arrested and just all of all of the little details. So I was so happy about that. Um, but basically, The next class, which was the Thursday, I walked into class being pretty excited to see what was going to happen and how my my professor was going to handle it. But um, we had four cops outside of the room guarding it. There were um, about five or six. There were cops outside of the door. I think they were trying to make sure that no one was coming in and out. But there were five or six um, reporters and interviewers there taking notes and had like recorders and stuff. There was our president, our campus president, um, the business school president, um, our professor and like a few other people. And basically it was just one of the most surreal environments. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh, what are they about to say? But they started the entire um, presentation on how they were so thankful for how we handled it Mm -hmm. and how something like this will never happen again or hopefully never happens again. And then they made this like plaque called This is the Spot, which was it was this little pole. (laughs) It was this little pole thing. It said, this is the spot on it. And then in, in fine print at the bottom, it said. This is the spot where racism and homophobic comments were made on campus. This should not ever happen. This treatment is unacceptable. Chapman is a campus of um, inclusion and open-mindedness. And I don't know. It was a whole plaque on that. That's so cool. And they had like, and they put, I know. And bow on it. And if you guys follow our Instagram, we'll, I'll, we'll post this photo. I have like a whole series of it, but yeah, they like presented it with like a little bow on it. And they just had such a good, um, positive kind of outlook towards the situation. And I was so impressed. Like, I thought that they were going to maybe come in 
and get mad at us for posting the videos or sharing the videos or whatever. But they didn't get mad about a single thing. They didn't even um, attack our professor. Uh, it was just it, it made it seem so much better than it actually was. And it honestly, like brought my class together a lot more. So I was so happy about that. Well, I think that's crazy that I literally this is the first time that I'm hearing about the plaque. And I think that that's really cool that Chapman wanted to put up like a, a, a visual representation and signal to the class, like to the whole school and anyone who comes on campus, like, hey, this behavior wasn't tolerated. We asked he might be facing criminal charges. We don't even know. Like, this is not the, this is not our campus culture. And we're going to make that clear by, you know, having a visual. Yeah. And they didn't, they did not hesitate to get that made at all. It was almost like they got, they had to have gotten it made the day of or day after. Like it was so fast. That's really frustrating to me that the people, that people were saying that Chapman wasn't doing enough. And then they even kind of took these grievances, these list of grievances into consideration. And really, I think were thoughtful about it. And I mean, within a week, they fixed all the problems and they even said like moving forward this they behavior did. is yeah. not tolerated you know and something that was um, really cool something that was really cool also about that meeting was they said thank you and they did the presentation and they did a little questionnaire with kids in my class just because they wanted to get some more details from from the witnesses um, but at the end it ended on like a totally good note where president strupa he goes we felt like you guys as a class deserve to hear it first um, before anybody else. But this student has been expelled. He does not live on Chapman um, campus housing anymore. He is out of this class. And we just wanted to tell you that before telling the rest of school, because you guys like, it was almost like that was our reward that we got to be told that first so that it was just like a real, and you know what? I wouldn't have, if they let you guys back to her most, in danger throughout this whole process well yeah dude i think that's it had a part fucking weapon he could have like i thought that i i think that's the most interesting part and i think this kind of goes into free speech and violence and hate speech but people who weren't even in the room reacted more scared than you were by not even the physical things that this kid was doing but the words which I find that very interesting obviously these words are terrible that he used completely unexcusable and should not be tolerated on any college campus or anywhere for that matter but unfortunately we or not unfortunately but the fact is is that we do live in a country where there is free speech and you can't necessarily be punished for what you say even if it is hate speech that currently is the law Um, even if you're offended. But what's interesting about this situation is that, you know, the classroom just let this kid continue his rant and he escalated it on his own. And it wasn't like he was saying offensive things and people got offended and got him more riled up. It was like he went on this like crazy spiral, which I think is the best way for this to kind of happen because it's fully like it was on this kid a hundred percent. Like it was his responsibility. You You know what I mean? You brought up a really good point just now about how here is my class and I was involved. Um, Nobody that I know of or, or um, at least like follow on social media, no one in my class that was actually there and a witness exploited this at all. It was people that had absolutely nothing to do with it. And so they're the ones to blame for, yeah. And it's like, I mean, I sent, I sent the videos to my closest friends and I talked about it with like my parents and, and I, I mean, we're obviously discussing it now, but I could have gone off if I wanted to, like I could have been like, I'm a victim. I was almost. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that because I'm not an attention. I'm not an attention like whore. I, I don't crave that. And I don't want to like be involved with something that I don't really have. I don't know. I just, that it just feels wrong, you know? And I, and I think yeah. that it's interesting that those people were so like 
they didn't even hesitate. They're like, all right, this happened, like drama, cool, like more drama. And they just made it so much worse. Yeah, if you're actually in danger, the last thing I would do is post it on social media, right? Like, I would not want to draw attention to myself to this kid. I would not want to rehash this, this, this on the internet. Like, if something, you know, if you're actually affected by this, the last thing you're going to do is put it everywhere on the internet and act outrage and be tagging people and stuff in my opinion and I think it's also just really bizarre that the people that were in the most danger you and and especially these boys that had to pin this guy down not take the victim seat at all throughout this whole situation and they're the ones who actually had violence thrown at them the girls who got sexually harassed with that comment did not make it a big deal it's like these third party bystanders who are just affected by like the words and people not responding fast enough to the words and no one everyone kind of breezed over the whole violence aspect of it and I think both parts are equally disturbing both the violence aspect and the inappropriate words and slurs I think both of those are equally important and everyone was kind of turning a blind eye to the violence aspect of it, which I thought was interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's really unfortunate. I think that I wish that people would have handled it differently. But at the end of the day, what I can be thankful for is that it didn't get crazy, that we thankfully are all okay. And it didn't, and there weren't any weapons involved. There easily could have been. I mean, if this, if this, if this kid was genuinely diagnosed mentally unstable or potentially will be diagnosed mentally unstable. I mean, that is kind of, unfortunately, uh, a vague area. You don't know what people can be capable of. And when you make people get riled up and and you try to get them out of a situation that they aren't fully there, especially with drugs and alcohol, that just makes it even worse. That just adds fuel to the fire. So we're lucky that it didn't get worse. And I'm hoping that he is out of this Chapman community forever. And then he doesn't. And come if back he needs here. help, he, I hope that if he, if needs, he needs help, help he, gets, he the gets help. help. Yeah. Yeah. I will I wish say him though, all the best, you know, I that... really want to know if he was, um, what he had in his system. I feel like if there's any more information that my class will get, it might be that because I feel like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I want to know that so bad. <laughs> I, I think too, though, is we don't know in anyone's brain, I mean, we, we've talked about this in previous podcasts, especially in the Joker one, you don't know what's in people's brains, what they're dealing with, what mental state they're at. You know, even if he was on, you know, a substance, you know, he could be mentally ill and that's what caused him to even be drinking at 9am or whatever in the first place. We just don't know, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. there's not been some investigated, police report that was uh released you know saying a you know figuring out exactly what was ha- happened behind the scenes so i don't know yeah. i guess we'll we'll never know for sure but i mean it seems like it's died down a ton it's definitely still a conversation i know that some people are still talking about it but i'm glad that we're doing this now as it's obviously calmed down a lot so that yeah. we can look at it in a, in an external way, at least a little bit better. And I will never forget this. Like I truly feel like this was a wake up call for me in a lot of ways. Probably the biggest one is that um, even at a school like Chapman, which is private and that I've always felt so comfortable at, I have to be on guard. I honestly think that yeah, like, you really, really just have point. to be, you have to be mindful. You don't know what people are going through or, or what, I don't know what people are taking or what they're using or drugs or alcohol. Like you don't know people are so different. Yeah. So I think that it has taught me that I can't just assume certain things and I can't just like walk into class thinking everything's going to be fine every single day. Like, I don't know. So. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think realizing that like dark ideas are out there too. Yeah. Um, That too. And that people you know like I don't know it's just I just I still can't believe this happened at Chapman I mean if anyone ever walked on this campus you would never suspect this 
I don't no, know, I mean, I, I grew up going to private school, private high school, and now private college. And I mean, I maybe I'm overreacting because I didn't I didn't experience a lot of this type of stuff growing up. Maybe it's more prevalent in public yeah. school, but this was definitely something very, very unique. And the fact that it did go viral does confirm that it was something unique and pretty outrageous. So, well, that's another interesting thing. I feel like a lot of public schools, even high schools, there are, like, I've heard stories where people are like, oh, yeah, it's common that people would sneak in, like, um, pocket knives or do drugs in the bathroom or have to have metal detectors um and I think it's crazy that there's like schools not even colleges but that have real crime problems or real you know but drug that doesn't issues get covered. or whatever that doesn't get and covered. that doesn't get covered and that's everyday life that's kids in poor communities and here is this one bad, awful, terrible situation? I cannot stress how yeah, awful and the situation was. Yeah, everyone's freaking out, and everyone is freaking out. And it's like, yes, this is terrible and unacceptable behavior. But there are st- there's stuff like this. Worse things happening every day in communities, in underprivileged communities, especially poor communities. Uh, you know, these public school districts, and no one's talking about that. No one's calling for change. That is where this energy for trying to solve the problems of the world should be going into not blowing this up on social media to feel some virtual signaling points you know like that that's just yeah. so frustrating to me I don't know I know um, I completely agree I think that the amount that this got exploited all that energy even half of that amount of energy going towards some of these other things that are happening every day all around the country and other types of schools like it's just not even equal at all. And I know I, I hope that people really don't think about Chapman in this negative light. Cause that'll, that'll bum me out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when both the administration and the students all acted to the best of their ability. I guess a right question way, that so. I, I guess a question that I've been asking myself in terms of contemplating this whole thing is I actually don't think, Chapman could have done anything better like really Chapman cannot control um a student's mental state a Chapman as as a university cannot control students not drinking or not doing drugs Chapman as a university cannot control like our professor was there by the class time that's what they're technically supposed to do getting paid to okay. do yeah they're not That's supposed to be they're there getting paid early. to do there's yeah. not a, a requirement that they have to be there 30 minutes ahead of class time also how they handled it with the emailing was awesome how they handled it with being so on top of it even a day after the next day after like they were so on top of it sent emails out to the families to the students to everyone who was in the chatman community yeah i was getting they, the emails yeah. peace safe peace safe was so like they were there right away. They called the police department orange orange police department was so cooperative. I truly do not think that Chapman could have done anything better. Yeah. That's really interesting. Like, how are you able to target a student who has thoughts like this? Cause when you're interviewing students for, for getting enrolled, they don't ask questions like these. Like, I mean, I wasn't, you don't even get interviewed when you're enrolled. At no, Chapman. So it's there's all no an way. online application. Even if this kid did have some underlying um, innuendos that we just now are finding out, I don't think that Chapman could have 100% found those because the whole system of, of trying to admit students is like everyone is trying to be their best self. They would never let yeah. out their true colors. Yeah. And if you're going to like the only way you can prevent any type of situation like this is to be a mind reader. And Chapman isn't a mind reader. Nobody. I mean, it has 6,000 students that go to the school. You know, no one's a mind reader. And again, like the fact that there's concrete, real problems happening and this where the situation was handled to the best of its ability is getting so much focus is still very confusing to me. I don't know. I I completely agree. Is there, yeah. Is there anything else that you feel... (laughs) I'm just Need looking to be highlighted or I wrote down a few more questions. Let me just read for a sec. Um, yeah. So he's expelled. He's out of this scenario. We do not ever have to see this kid again. I'm praying 
that these boys that were in um, our class don't get dragged into some sort of um, case or court date or anything like that, which I feel like they will. Because if this kid, if his family is truly wealthy, um, they're going to do anything. They're going to try to do whatever they can to get all of this off of their son's record and get this gone. But it's not going to work out. This will follow him forever. Also, I think it's really important for people to know that, that no matter what amount of money, these videos and stories like this will always be around. And he probably is going to have a hard time getting a job. And I think that that's well-deserved because I think that this stuff is not okay and people need to know punishment. Yeah. And life, life has consequences and especially with social media and having iPhones, you really have to be in line because this stuff, it's just. Yeah, there's no hiding. Yeah, there's no hiding this from anyone. I'll feel really bad, though, if those boys, especially the one kid who stood up to him and was like, don't touch me, don't touch me. I really hope that they don't get involved, because if after all that they did to help the situation and get him out of the building and, and save our class and whatever, I don't want them to have to, like be involved any more than they need to be or they already have because that would just really stink I think I mean you yeah you've personally been through lawsuits that were not even that weren't your fault before no yeah out of anyone can sympathize with that when you're just (laughs) doing normal things you know yeah because even if money and resource too even if it does in the end work out in your favor you still have to give your energy and stress about it and it's a part of like your of that time period of your life like this probably isn't going they're not completely out of the situation yet so I I feel bad for them because I know that they were the leaders and the ones that um, sacrificed their comfort and their and their like experience in class to deal with it and in the end if they get like negative repercussions from it that would just suck yeah and it would just make people scared to stand up in the situation if this ever god forbid were to happen again you know yeah like people need motivation to stand up not not like hesitation because they and think they're, that they're gonna yeah. get in trouble well not only did they they might think they're gonna get in trouble like with the law but the fact that they're getting shamed by other students i feel bad for these kids it's like i know because i tried to do the right thing and i'm just getting hate for it yeah, like I'm reason. not only I'm not only going to have to probably go to court and like testify, but I'm not even getting support from students who should be supporting me. Like kids our age yeah. um, are are going against them because they think that they know what's going on and they have absolutely no idea they were not there. Ugh, yeah. so and they don't know what type of. Yeah, exactly. And world words are powerful. Like, I think after the situation, like the the inappropriate words that this kid used like that ended up ruining his life and I think on the opposite side of the spectrum like the words that these other the other students are using on social media are powerful and they're hurting Chapman's reputation they're hurting this the students who were involved in the situation's reputation and it's like (laughs) you really need to be careful what you're saying. I, I don't know. Yeah. But honestly, though, one thing that was really funny was there, there is a video of him getting carried out of the building and he wasn't just, he wasn't <laughs> just handcuffed and thrown into a cop car. He was fully put into like iron chain locks on his feet. Like, yeah, that was no, scary. And they, he was like resisting. He was resisting it, the cops. Yeah. Right? They had to put him face forward into the ground just to get him like I've under never control. heard something like that I know wow. and then I remember when I finally got out of class and I was walking home I passed the cop car that he was in and he was screaming bloody murder like he was screaming at the top of his lungs like it sounded it wow. sounded like inhuman it was absolutely insane <laughs> like I, I shouldn't be laughing, be laughing but, but that he was literally like I don't even know what type of noise he was making. It <laughs> It was like it inhumane, was inhumane. It was animalistic. Like he was being like burned to wow. death or something. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's a lot to take yeah. in. I'm very, I, it's, I don't know how I feel about, 
you know, not being there for kind of the drama of all this. But yeah, but it, I, I don't know. <laughs> it was exciting, but it also I don't I, I care about Chapman a lot and I wish that this didn't happen. And as much as the drama is exciting for people and to talk about and to post on social media, I think in the grand scheme of things, like I think that where we go to where we go to school and our community and and the image that we put out is ultimately so much more important than all of the stupid little temporary drama. So I hope that I hope that if this episode or us talking about this um, has any kind of effect and impact that it's that that we we know that this happened and that it was very unique and interesting to talk about, but it's definitely not good in any means and I'm hoping that it doesn't affect Chapman in the long run yeah and I hope something like this never happens again on any college campus or anywhere yeah we're getting closer I mean society has issues but hopefully as we get more evolved it won't happen anymore so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if I get any more updates, <laughs> I will let you know, Ella, because I don't think it's yes. over yet. No, keep me in the loop. I mean, I have I'm, class tomorrow, so maybe I'll. <laughs> I'm like 12 hours away, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, updated. thank you so much for listening. Um, Ella, do you have anything else? No, I think that's it, guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Yeah, have a great and week. tune in next time. <laughs> yeah, until next time. Thank you, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye.